What's up to all our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the mother loving geek nation? You're currently tuning in to the Daywalking Cult Pop Podcast, episode 41, a show where we talk about comics and movies and uh, TV shows and mm -hmm. my personal Lord and Savior, La Magra. I didn't know that. Uh, and all the other things that scratch your nerdy itch. We're coming to you live, huh? Huh? Oh, yeah. Live from Yunk Junk HQ, a bomb ass podcasting space in Maniunk. PA. <clears throat> I'm your undead host, Johnny Destructo of Johnny sure. Destructo's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street. It's a comic shop. Come buy my shit. That That's the end of that bit. You With, sell comics, too. I, oh, yeah, that, too. That's yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> With me tonight are... Hi. <laughs> shut up. Not yet. I can say hi. With <laughs> Brian. Hello. There it is. All right. <laughs> and possibly joining us, Terry Leahy. Him being of Yunk Junk HQ. Yeah. He might join. He might pop in. He looks so creepy. He's here. He needs, Terry needs some lighting. Um, also, in the booth is our trepid. What's trepid mean? Uh, I've never known what trepid means. I guess it means you are worried, like trepidatious, like you are worried about our, things. Our trepid producer. Yeah. Intrepid. Intrepid. What's, is our, what's intrepid mean? Not that. <laughs> uh, our intrepid producer, Dylan the Great. Uh, remember, if anything goes wrong, Dylan did it. <laughs> Bravo. Uh, before we get into tonight's discussions, uh, we'd like to thank you all for being here. Like, comment, subscribe. We're not actually going to YouTube or to Facebook Live. Not this time, but we do have a link Dylan to it. Because Dylan did it. Uh, but yeah, just, just we're yeah. on Facebook. That's uh, YouTube. It's fine. Smash that. <laughs> subscribe button. No, just end it there. Just smash that. Smash that, smash you guys. Smash that. Additionally, we want you to email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com, just like Noel did. Noel emailed in it. Intrepid co-host oh, Noel wow. <laughs> emailed us. What do you have to say? I'll, I'll tell you what. Isn't it about Blade? It's probably about the movie we're going to talk about tonight, Blade. Hey, I have an idea. Hey, <laughs> let's, should... talk, let's read that when we talk about Blade. Oh, okay. We can do that. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Just throw my whole shit off course. That's no fine. No problem. Um, <laughs> We have segments, Brian. Yeah, no, I'm you've ruined it back. the segments. Do you want uh, to talk about other letters? What's your favorite letter? Uh, Doesn't have oh, to be English. That's tough. You can say like "fi" or something if you want. Um, D. That's a good one. Yeah, nice. Interesting. It's a good one. Choice. My son says D a lot. Does he? Yeah, I think he can't say "dad," so he just it's says like, "what D. up, D? D? What up, D? <laughs> what up, my D? Um, is he joining us yet? What's he doing? Nope. Okay. <laughs> he can't hear you, Terry. Okay. So yeah, what's up? Since we're talking about segments, yeah, what about them? Let's what's go to the one? other segment that you may or may not ruin. What huh. you been up to this week, huh? Huh. That's that's the segment <laughs> where we talk about what we've been up to this week. So Brian, why don't you yeah start us off with? I will. Yeah. What oh. you been up to this week, huh? Here we go. Here it comes. I'm ready. I'm what I've been up to this week. Uh -huh. Um. So I watched uh with tomorrow. We watched the. What was it called? The Haunting of Haunting Hill House. Of Hill House. <laughs> the Haunting of uh, Hill House. Directed by Mike Flanagan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
who I kept thinking of the song Michael Finnegan. You know that I song? I don't know it. Poor old Michael Finnegan. Begin I think it's a couple again. bars. Uh, the only part I remember is the, it's one of those like looping songs, uh-huh. poor old Michael Finnegan begin again. And oh. then you begin the song again. Oh. Yeah. Reminds me of, what's that? Old, um, calling Mr. Da Bobolina, Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. I like, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. I know tell George us, Washington Bridge. <laughs> anyway. Tell us about the haunting of Hill House. Here we go. So it's not the kind of show that I would normally choose to watch. Right. right? I'm surprised. Um, just my surprise face. That's very surprised. Oh, even more surprised when you open your mouth a little bit like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. How wide can you open your mouth? How surprised can you get? Well, keep talking. We'll find out. Here we go. So, um, uh, Tamara said, like, let's watch this. And I was like, I don't feel like I don't want to watch that. And uh, Uh God, that's surprised. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but here's the thing. I have a curious and vaguely undefined relationship with things that are considered horror. Oh, okay, sure. Where... There's some of it that I don't like and really don't like. I don't, it's not just that I don't enjoy it. Like, I don't like having watched it. You I know feel like I mean? you wouldn't like Saw. No, right. not, I Any of really the, what it. we call gore porn, gore porn, where it's just as visceral no, and violent you. as we can make it for no, re- hostile. No. Yeah. I don't, not you at don't all. don't even know what that is. I do know what Oh, do you know Hostile? I do know it. Okay. Well, I worked at a movie theater, remember? Oh, that's So true. I'm aware yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. But um, especially if it's humans only. You know, uh-huh. you'd rather like see, see dogs murdered. You're like really into interesting into pet anything. Well, that's PETA likes. You're like no. Yes, anything, okay. anything. even lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Bond me. I yeah. hate it if PETA loves yeah, it. Yeah, I'm out. They send me a list of what they like, so I can hate it. Yeah. Um, so uh, no, like it. You know, like ghost stuff. Like no, you don't you like know. ghost stuff. No, I'm I'm fine. I'm cool. Oh, with that's ghost the stuff. good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on the ghost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, so, uh, so we were watching it and, uh, you know, I didn't find it to be, it's, it's spooky. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? It's not so much, um, scary as much as sure. spooky, you know, it's a I'm, lot of vibes. It's a lot of atmosphere. Exactly. Uh-huh. And there's, you know, other world stuff going on and whatever, which, you know, honestly, if you found out that there were ghosts, could be a very comforting thing. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, something of us continues. If you, if, if I may. You may. Uh, I used to live in a house mm-hmm. that was, it had a entrance to the uh, Underground Railroad oh. in the basement. Fascinating. And uh, we shared, uh, we have an apartment, and then if you walk into our closet, mm-hmm. You could then make a right and just go into our neighbor's kitchen, which belonged to oh. my my best friend. Okay. So we kind of like, if we wanted to, we could just have an open uh, two apartments. That's cool. And um, my best friend Tink, she was she had seen things, folks mm. that weren't supposed to be there, mm. Mm. and uh, was just but fell had had good vibes about it. Sure. So it was just like she she loved that there were. Yeah. Good, good vibe and ghosts there. That's awesome. Meanwhile, I was like, oh, that sounds horrible. And she was like, no, they're great. Yeah, yeah, they're positive. Great. Right. We're sharing the space together and everything's lovely. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's a thing that could happen. Right. Sure, sure, sure. Right, I guess so. So, yeah, yeah I thought that was that was the first time I ever even thought of like, oh, ghosts could be chill. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, actually, I liked the fact that some of them turned out to be chill mm-hmm. by the end of Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, 
we're gonna spoil. We're gonna do a little spoilers. Little spoilers. If somebody doesn't like little, because I love that show and I don't want to be too spoiled. No, no, no. Um, there's there's time stuff that happens. Oh, there is, yeah. And I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. KD, I think you well know that I like stuff involving I time. I also like time stuff. I love it. Yeah. I love time Timey stuff. Timey-wimey, right? wibbly-wobbly bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, this thing was always that thing, kind of yep. mm-hmm. whatever, or we're, we're here and we're then, and, you know, oh, I love that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's good. Um, not something you often get in uh, ghost stories, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that was pretty cool. I thought their spooky stuff was very artistically done and spooky. The really yeah. tall guy. Oh, he was excellent. I, ooh, he gives me he gave me chills. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, anybody over six foot chills. Chills. Yeah. yeah. Minute bowl. Oh my god. Oh, even. just oh, even oh, even today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never seen the man in your life. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So I was a little disappointed by the end okay. that. Uh. We didn't get more about what the whole deal with the house was, yeah. like what kicked it off, what right. caused it. We get one sort of expository line of dialogue, really, is it. And it's never it's never like, well, this is why this is, or this is these were the yeah. original things that happened. Um I like that though. You like that? I like a little bit of mystery. Okay. Yeah. Um it was interesting that there were like multiple waves of ghosts were in mm-hmm. the house, you mm-hmm. know, and that's very cool. Mm-hmm. And maybe there is no reason that it's yeah. that house in particular or whatever. Um, I thought a lot of the people were were really good. I mean, nobody wasn't good. Uh, both both of us were surprised at how closely the younger actors and the older actors yeah. match each other yeah. in terms of like I could see that person growing, growing up into, into that, that person. Yeah. So much so that the dad, for a while, I thought was the same actor that they had oh, just neat. aged up. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And he is not. Um, but, uh, and one of the kid ones was in Star Trek, Picard. Oh, okay. She was the daughter of Troy and Riker in the first season. You <laughs> saw the first season. Right? I did. Well, she was the daughter of Troy and Riker. I remember her clearly. Yes. She had blonde hair, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 That's what I was thinking. That she had blonde, blonde hair. Yeah. But in this, she has brown hair. Yeah. So they look, she looks very different. <laughs> uh, I love that show. That is mm-hmm. probably my all-time favorite haunted house. Is that right? Story? Series? Yeah, man. I love that. I, that's ah, that's my favorite cool. of Mike Flanagan's projects. I, I'm a uh-huh. fan of Mike Flanagan himself. Oh. Uh, another really good movie that he had done with his wife, who is in Hill House. Hmm. In his, I think Who's all, his wife? All of his projects. I don't remember her name. Which one is she? One of the siblings. One of the adult siblings. Yeah. Okay. Um, but um, she was in a movie called Hush about mm. a, a deaf woman who is a writer, mm. and there's a home invasion happening. Oh, That's a really good one. Mm. Um, and then what was the other one? Uh, there was another one that I was going to recommend to you, but I can't think of it right now. But anyway, so would you all overall recommend? I would overall recommend yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's. I wouldn't say you should watch this even if you don't like horror stuff, because mm-hmm. depending on what people don't like about horror, this yeah. m- might not be up their alley at all. But it's very well done. Um, oh, the guy that plays Luke, I th- the oldest, I'm sorry, the youngest son, yeah. the, one of the twins, I thought he was especially good. Um, I just really liked him. And the one that plays his kid self mm-hmm. is one of the Maximoff twins in uh, oh. Division. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um. I remembered what I wanted to recommend to you. What was that? A movie called Triangle. Mm. What's it about? It is about the Bermuda Triangle. Mm. And it's starring Melissa George, um, who you may remember. Did you ever watch Alias? 
No, I never watched Hilarious. Oh, great yeah. show. But um, Melissa hear. George is in it, and it, if you like timey-wimey horror stuff, hmm. that's the one. Also, Time Crimes Time is Crimes. another really good one. Hmm. So Time Crimes and um, Triangle. Hmm. Excellent. Do they do times throughout, uh, crimes throughout time, I mean? I don't know. Maybe. Do you remember that show, oh, Time her Tracks? Name, her name is Kate Siegel. Oh, I don't know. The, the wife of Mike Flanagan. Well, who was she in the show? I thought that's what you were looking up. The- Theodora Crane. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, cool. She's the middle sister. Yes. Yeah. You bet. Um, and uh, although I, I kind of tell you in that show, it's one of those shows where at first everyone's like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of find out that some people, there's some other psychic supernatural stuff in these people's lives. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, why do those people not get the hell out of here? Right? <laughs> like yeah, they, yeah. Know, they know that this stuff happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, do you remember the show Time Tracks from no. the late '80s, early '90s? Whoops, no, I don't. I've never heard of it. Oh, it was about. It was. Uh, I only ever saw it in syndication. It was about a a cop from the future who comes back and he's got to send a bunch of criminals who escaped into the past huh. back to the future. Ah. You know, because they've. Uh, you know, they're escaping whatever kind of punishment. Justice. No. Oh. Yeah. The justice system. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's got like you know a couple of futurey things that he can do, but he can't go back. Until they're all sent back. Oh, that's cool. Because he can only do it once, I guess. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yes. From you just now. That is what you heard. Um, Robert Monroe Jr. is in the chat saying, what's up, cold poppers? Jeremy Stukane says, agreed. Horror, Hmm. and especially wild gore, Hmm. not my jam. No. But Hill House was so rad. It was rad. Uh, Robert Monroe Jr. continues, I lived in a house in New York. Near the Canadian border, hmm. that was used as part of the Underground Railroad, and Native Americans had also lived on the land. The house was very haunted. Oh, yeah. interesting. So, thanks for ch- chat. Uh, that's that. Whoa, oh wait, haunted good though, Robert Monroe Jr. Yeah, we were talking about chill ghosts. Were the ghosts chill? Yeah. And or were they douches? I would like to mention that there are times where. The ghost might be chill, and we're just not aware, and That's we're true. like, "Oh, it's a ghost, and I'm scared of it." Mm-hmm. When it doesn't, it doesn't mean any ill will. It's just trying to do whatever it does in a chill way. That's why you got to be a ghostbuster. Oh, he's being spooky. Ooh, our podcast is haunted. Like oh, that would be such yes. a good name for a horror podcast. What's that? Our podcast is haunted. Oh, that would be good. So good that, what, just that just a, zo- a Zoom caller keeps jumping in and saying, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just a Zoom caller. <laughs> not, you are not haunted. Um, can, oh, that is spooky. Can they see you? Hi, boys. Hi. Hello, Terry. Yeah. Can, can you see us? Yeah, I can see you. Oh, dope. All right. Excellent. Hi, Terry. So we all uh, exist. Well, we were about, what have you been up to this week, Terry Bear? <laughs> well, uh, Dylan and I obviously have been working on the old studio yeah that's a little better for you Young and, junk uh, hq you mean if you notice if you notice at the bottom of your screen you see a brand new decal that says young junk so that's, that's cool. what i've been doing nice. I did notice just decal that's up what to i've join. been doing for a year yeah. <laughs> and you, you uh, spelled it right yes and i've only been working on that well it came out beautifully <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much yeah. um but, but hey boys hi Welcome. Should we? I guess we can skip my bit since you're here. Should we just talk about Blade from 1980? Yeah, let's go for it. Was it 1990? I have a note I think here it was somewhere. Something. Um, you're messing up my my segments again. Blade uh, the segments. from 2019. Yeah. No. Yeah, 2019. That's right. No, not at all. No, no. 1999. 1919. 
This was one of the first movies ever made. <laughs> uh, um, did I say 2019? Jesus say Christ, 2019. I'm an idiot. Uh, my brain is b- bad. From 1998. That's what I said. Wait. You don't don't wind it back. Uh, directed by we Stephen a- Norrington, written by David S. Goyer, starring yeah. Wes- Wesley Snipes, yeah. Stephen Dorff, Chris Christopherson, country superstar Chris Christopherson, huh. and I don't know, I'm, I'm going to mess this her name up, and Boucher Wright. I assume it's Nbushe. Nbushe. But I don't know that, but that's my assumption. Nbush? It wouldn't be Nbush. How is it spelled? N N apostrophe B U S H E. Is she the shoulder lady? She's she's the. Put your shoulder back in. She's the. Yes, she does do that. (laughs) Yes. And Donald Logue. Yes. Yeah. Who also recently appeared on What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, did it? Referencing his role as a lot of the. There are times when other vampires appear who yeah, are yeah. actors who have played vampires. Yeah, yeah. And he said, well, I wasn't a vampire then, but I got turned later. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I didn't realize this was the movie and I was that That's he was funny. in as that. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is it. Even though we, like, we watched him die. Yeah. In a really cool action bit with the shink. No, He's no, sorry. The- it's not their characters. It's oh. the actor. Yeah. <laughs> is Donald Logue, the actor, is a vampire. Is a vampire. Tilda Swinton uh, plays an actor uh, or who is a vampire, and Wesley Snipes himself plays the daywalker oh, who awesome. the other guys are like this guy this yeah. fucking guy like he thinks he's too good for all of <laughs> yeah, us yeah. i love that <laughs> yeah uh imdb describes it thusly a half vampire half mortal man becomes the protector of the mortal race while slaying evil vampires oh ah, that's, that's nice of him yeah not so yeah. nice for the no, evil, evil vampires, vampires. Right, no. talk to him so Terry, since you're here, why don't you uh, start us off with your experience with Blade, which is based on the Marvel comics of the same name. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. did you did you see it as it came out? What was your reaction to it when you first saw it? So let's see, 1998, this is hitting me as an 11-year-old. Okay. So I saw it definitely probably when I was 11 or probably 12 because mm-hmm. it had come out on home release. I definitely didn't get to go to theaters to see this one. And I remember feeling sick to my stomach mm. uh, at parts. I remember um, I was, you know, I was a very sheltered kid. So, you know, as soon as the blood's coming out in the rave, I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, the what, very yeah, first scene. Terry, you know, that's my, not my mind that sheltered. Is... <laughs> we don't, uh, that's not a usual thing to have as part of your childhood. Blood raves? <laughs> yeah, well, no. was, Not everybody had blood raves. raves? No, you're very, you're alone in that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was raised in like a uh, a very Christian household, so vampires, uh, devil stuff, like it just made me feel sick in my stomach. I gotcha. And it does right up until Blade kind of hits the scene yeah. and starts cutting people to pieces. You know, my my stomach's still hurting because it's like a gore fest, but now it's an action movie. So yeah. to me, I never see saw Blade as as horror. I saw it as like a badass hmm. action movie mm-hmm. with supernatural elements. Sure. If that makes sense. Which, you know, and I definitely have it burned into my brain the first time uh, Deacon Frost gets cut in half mm-hmm. and the blood mm-hmm. pulls him back together with that yeah. weird CGI. That's that's always stuck in my head. What I love about this movie is there's so many practical ninja effects because Wesley Snipes is actually a good martial artist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just hit me right across the chops as a solid action movie that had horror elements, which was something I was really interested in. I was always really interested in comedy with horror elements. And also action with horror elements. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't be until I'm like 15, 16 that I'm really starting to appreciate horror for horror. So sure. this is a good gateway drug to horror. Yeah. Nice. Brian. Yeah. 
I definitely, well, yes. I'm sorry. How, how did you enjoy it back in 1998? Um, uh-huh. I, the experience that I had with it in 1998 yeah. seemed pretty cool. I uh-huh. was like, oh, there's that Blade movie. Uh-huh. I wouldn't mind seeing that. And then you just went on with the rest of your life. Up until now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Brian didn't actually watch it until t- today. Today. Did a while today. Oh, yeah, today. So my experience, we'll jump today back was- to me. Um. I, is that legitimate? Today was his first experience. Yeah, that yeah. was the first time. It's uh, certainly a movie that I would have watched back then. I just didn't for whatever mm-hmm. reason, and it just slipped past. Does it hold up? Um, you know, it's funny you should say that you saw it as an action movie because while I was watching it, I was like, "This is a '90s action movie." Yeah, very much so, mm-hmm. and that has uh, cool stuff, nostalgic stuff. Um, is dated in some ways. This is also, this is a Wesley Snipes 90s action movie, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and he is at the yeah. peak of his Snipesness in yeah. this. He's, um, he's yeah. sniping it up, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In every scene that he's in. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. off screen sometimes, <laughs> even when he's not. That's true. You can yeah. tell he's sniping it up. You can tell he's up. just off screen sniping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, snipe, snipe, snipe. Well, he's coming <laughs> off a, he's coming off a what? What's the movie with him Stallone? That will probably oh, be Demolition like, Man. Demolition Man? Oh, it's an amazing Demolition. movie. He's probably coming. Ooh. He's coming right off of Demolition Ooh. Man, I think. I to this day I love Demolition Man. It's a great movie. What was the date on that? I'm gonna check the date on that. All right. Sylvester Stallone was talking a while ago about a sequel, uh, but then I heard apparently he talked a lot about how much he would like to do a sequel to right. that. But oh, I would love to see. I would absolutely watch a sequel. Uh, to me, you know that and Judge Dredd, or yeah, Judge Dredd had come out around the same times, and it felt like to me that the. the um, Demolition Man was the movie Judge Dredd wanted to be, hmm. um, but wasn't quite. Yeah, Just, of the two futuristic, yeah, ridiculously yeah. masculine action films, that yeah. was the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and a lot of cool, interesting ideas. Like yeah, the, the three seashells, the future sex, the three seashells. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so that came out in '93. So that was five years before this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. Oh, it's, okay. So that's after. That that's right after Smoking Hot Sandra Bullock in Speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before stealing a uh, guy's life in Blind Spot, Blind Spot. I've never seen Blind Blind Spot. No, that was much That's later. The movie I that. Oh, I thought that yeah, was. It in was, the... but I, I, I don't. I don't do dates in years. I do dates in how good Sandra Bullock looked. Oh, I see. At sure. The time. sure. <laughs> Is it up and down? So I mean, she's like, always looked pretty. I mean, she like, still looks great. I didn't care for I her look saw... in Miss Congeniality, so that came out later. <laughs> Even though, like, like, I didn't like the dress she wore, so that was in the 2015s. Yeah, Uh, her hair. Oh, you're you're talking. You're talking about long hair, long brown hair, Sandra Bullock, instead of long blonde hair, Sandra Bullock, who would come later. Interesting. Is this how you rate? Now we have Bird Box, Sandra Bullock. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, remember the animated film Aladdin? Sandra Bullock. The show. You guys. (laughs) Um. So, uh, I saw this in the theater when it was coming out. My okay. aforementioned best friend, Tink, yes. um, I had taken her to see this movie oh. and I didn't realize how sensitive she was. So uh, we went yeah. into the theater and I was, the blood raves happening mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, this movie's amazing. And then she gets up and leaves and I was like, where, where are you going? 
I guess she wants popcorn. Where is she going? She was out. And she was out. Yeah, yeah. She walked out of the theater. She was like, that was, I, oh. that's not for me. Um, and this is before cell phones. What? So she could not even communicate. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gone. Yeah. 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 Um, and of course growing to this, this is in the, like the beginning of our friendship. Mm. So uh, it was my oopsie, mm. but uh, knowing her now, I'm like, Oh, why would you ever take her to see Blade? Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. uh, so I saw it in the theater. I went, I think I went back in and saw it a different time. I went home with her and then we, I came back. And man, I thought this movie was a blast as a mm. kid. I thought it was mm. really, really fun. I really liked the uh, horror elements. I thought it was really uh, badass. Also, we didn't have a lot of comic book movies at the time. No. And even though I wasn't a Blade fan of his comic books, mm. I was like, oh, I got to go see this. This, sure. is, this is, this is, you don't get a lot of this. I'm not sure I even knew at the time that he was a comic. Was a com I don't know. Yeah. As you know, I know a lot about <laughs> yeah, yeah. who is and is not a comics character. Yeah, yeah. But he is. And especially then was mm -hmm. pretty obscure. Yeah. And maybe didn't he even have a comic for a while. He was definitely in Spider-Man, the animated series in an episode. And I think yeah. he was in the X-Men animated series once too. Oh. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Other than that peripheral, yeah. he probably didn't get much. Maybe he showed up in a Ghost Rider. In Ghost, Ghost Rider? With Nicholas He Cage? might have showed up in a Ghost Rider comic book. Oh, no, no, no. oh okay. Comic I was yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was way later. Um, but yeah, I, I love this movie when I mean, it's coming out. And the soundtrack, do you remember the soundtrack was uh, pretty pretty great. You could just listen to it over and over again, um, which I think Nolan even mentioned to me too. So yeah. um, I wasn't big into, what would, what would you call that? Like techno? Yeah, electronica at the time. Electronica at the time. Well, we would now call it techno. Um, yeah. And uh, I just, well, that was never my my vibe of, of music, hmm. but its involvement in the in the movie yeah. made me sort of appreciate it. I'll tell you what, uh, friends of mine and I used to make movies um, mm. in high school and and a little after, and found that techno is awesome for movies because mm. everything, a beat strikes everything. Yeah. Right. So mm. like everything works. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. action scene is like perfect. It seemed like nice. Um. Yeah. Um. All right. So we yes. revisited it. We, we visited, I visited it. It, it, it. You visited it at the once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what What are you, what, what was your takeaway? Um, I thought it was a pretty cool movie. It was a uh -huh. fun movie that, like I said, was distinctly 1990s action film, yeah. um, which is not a genre that I dislike. Mm -hmm. Having seen it for the first time now, uh, there are aspects of it that are like, oh, those beats are dated, yeah. and this is kind of slow. Do you, mean the, do you mean the techno beats? Yes. Okay. You know how <laughs> I refer to music as beats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like people who know about music stuff do. Yeah. And so, yeah. and yeah, I screamed aloud, these beats are dated. Yeah, <laughs> these yeah. dated beats. Yeah. And were you were you eating beats? He was eating I a was. beat salad. A little past its prime. <laughs> these beats are dated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try to work that phrase in once a day if possible. <laughs> So, um, the, just the way that the story was laid out, yeah. some of the things that were like, man, that plot hole is crazy or yeah. that, that camera that lingering on that spot or yeah. him, as you, as you mentioned, giving the, uh, the downward fist pump. Oh my, he yes. does that. There is, I had, to, so there's a scene in this movie where in the beginning, the big badass <laughs> blood orgy scene, not blood orgy, blood rave. Yeah. And he, he hits Donald Logue with a metal um, spike. Uh, spike. Uh, yeah. Or, and uh, then does steak. a Kevin McAllister yes. fist pump. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, what? 
It was but weird. also, that lets you know that the movie is not taking itself too seriously. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> and very much like a 90s action movie, where yeah. you've got these people, Blade does have powers, but even if they didn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, doing borderline cartoony things. My dude, know. my dude takes this human doctor woman mm-hmm. who uh, has been attacked and I think yes. bitten. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I believe he breaks a window (laughs) and uh, sees across the street is a rooftop with a tarp over some boxes. (laughs) And he just tosses her over the city block to land on a tarp. I made a note of it. (laughs) I was like, oh, she's got a horrible neck wound. Let's throw her (laughs) across the... Out of a hospital yeah. where they treat things like that. <laughs> and this yeah. is explained later. And I yeah. was like, oh, okay. But then the police's actions. Yeah. When they're like, he grabs her and they start running away. And they're like, let's shoot both of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's open He's fire. He's got a hostage. Just kill them <laughs> right. all. They're like 12 yeah. of them firing <laughs> on him. So wait, they explained him throwing her off a roof? Not the throwing part, but uh-huh. the taking her from a hospital oh, well, you know yeah, where she part. could actually be treated yeah, yeah. because she's turning into a vampire and vampires and so, are everywhere well that too actually yeah, yeah. i didn't think of that but yeah. just they have a way the hospital's not going to know to yeah. inject garlic yeah. into her veins right, yeah. they're not going to do they're not even going to try yeah. so you back, know, back in the 1700s just, they might right, have maybe yeah get, uh, get my leeches yeah she that that shoulder dislocation scene that happened right there where Blade just casually snaps it and shoves it back in her shoulder. Yeah. It's my favorite part of the movie. And it stuck with me like to this day of how weird it was because it was like, shh, shh, okay. Yeah. And then it they go on and twice. she has this scream that's this beautifully sexy scream that happens as well. Hmm. The woman's a goddamn fox. By I mean, how many people show so it, have it's you just just a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of all of all of the shoulder dislocations that Terry's been a part of, this is yeah. the sexiest scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Nothing he's quite comes close. Chasing that high forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a guy who likes seeing a shoulder. Sure. Yeah. Put back I'm just a man standing in front of a woman are, begging her for a sexy scream when I pop her arm back yeah. in. And it, I'll, I'll bet you, I, I bet you, Terry enjoyed Wesley Snipes' character's shoulder dislocation just as much. Um, yeah. Which is I weird sure for did. that to happen yeah. twice. Uh, and that's it for me. I just wanted to give you the quick blade shoulder update. Guys, oh, have a great you. show. Wait, oh, that's you it? You're really that's done? It? He's done. Okay, bye. Love you. Yeah, I got a long term. All right, see ya. Um, speaking, of, speaking of things that I noted, yeah. the, the opening scene, there's that guy that is convinced to go into the blood orgy. Oh, yeah. The cool 90s guy. Yeah, wait, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, except it wasn't a baseball cap. I know, I you know, know, I know. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. But um, the, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, what is with people in movies and TV and their propensity to lick things that drip on them? or are, Right. Right? Yeah. Especially if it's oh. red. He's like, something drips on his hand. Uh-huh. You can almost think, like, is this blood? I'll lick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he licks it, and he's like, oh, no. Like, why would he? <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have licked right. this. Even if it was blood, I shouldn't have licked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And Maybe uh, you want to know if it was his own? Like, wait a minute, that's not my yeah. blood. I've licked enough oh, of my own blood. Oh, this is definitely someone else's blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is with these people? That I just, yeah, that, I noticed that, that, too. That, or sometimes things turn out to be chocolate, but they might not have been. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm a, I, have, I have a toddler. I know exactly what you You've mean. You've licked some, some things that may or may not have been chocolate. chocolate. Sure. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, so, so we, uh, 
Right. Did you like the movie? Is the I question. I liked it. Um, I thought it was surprisingly, almost oddly, a little slow sometimes. Really? That okay? But it, maybe that was just because um, I was thinking of it in terms of what I could say about it on the show, and yeah, yeah. you know that kind of thing. Um, overall, yeah, I I enjoyed it as the thing that it was, and I definitely found myself thinking, oh, I bet I would have loved this if I saw it right. in 1998. Yeah. Um, Not 2019 when it came out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I think that about a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I, I, I actually was kind of delighted again. Oh, excellent. I, I have not seen... I actually went to go see where it was streaming, and it wasn't streaming, no, so I was like, hold up. I wonder if I have this in my DVD collection. Who held it up? It turns out I went upstairs and I was like, oh shit, I actually own this movie. Excellent. It had never been open. It saw the cellophane. And so I cracked it open, popped it in the old PS5 Crack and and, and cranked it up. Nice. Um and uh it was it was fun. You liked it? Yeah. Um I, I was really because I kind of it's kind of a joke at this point, at least to me. I don't really consider Blade like a very serious No. Uh, I don't know if it wanted to be at the time. Well, but... like as a contender for like a great um either action movie or a comic book movie. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. because because of the comic book movies that we've had since then. Yeah. This has really sort of fallen by the wayside as far as I've been concerned. And it's definitely mostly noted as like, it's very cool that Blade existed and and showed Hollywood that movies about comics yes. could be very cool and successful. It's considered sort of the grandfather of the modern superhero yeah. action yeah, film, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, there was there was a couple of things I was kind of surprised by some of the... the what was that? Um, the events in the film, like the fact that she was still infected after they gave her the cure. Um, but then the very next scene, she's working on a cure. So, cause, cause it's been so long that I kind of forgot. Uh, the, the cure, the sidekick, the, the garlic yeah. injection thing. Yeah. The injection oh, no, that, that they just held her. it off. Yeah. That was, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So when she was like, oh, I'm still infected. I was like, oh no, are they going to, are they actually going to kill this side character? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Oh wait, no, no, she's, she's developed a cure in the very next scene. Yeah. yeah. So but still, I was like, "Whoop!" Oh. Yeah, no. Um, Although one does wonder <laughs> that they had that cure, mm. and Whistler got infected, and he was like, "Now I have to kill myself." Yeah, and it's like, "Why didn't you try the cure?" Oh shit! Yeah, maybe because he was too far gone. He wasn't any farther gone than she was. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, not he that was beaten farther. within an inch of his life. She had a bite, and he was like, yeah. base almost murdered." Oh, you think like more vampire stuff got in him? Too much. I think that even if he was cured, he yeah. would die of his mortal wounds. Oh, I got you. Right? Yeah. He would, the they should have let him heal himself in... by being a vampire. Yeah, and right? Him. That's they, true. They don't yeah. take these things yeah. out. Ah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think some of my pros were that the action was over the top, but still pretty fun. Mm -hmm. I had forgotten that because I was like, man, uh, Wesley Snipes is really fucking tearing it up with mm. his the choreography and everything. He tore it up. I forgot that he was like a martial artist. I didn't know Did that until just now. Oh, I thought you had just said Terry said that. Oh, Terry said yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and the gore. Some of the gore is actually really good. There's hmm. a lot of CGI that I think really does not hold up. Uh, yeah. The aforementioned um, him. The blood uh, thing. The yeah. The yeah, blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blood god. All the blood god stuff. It's still, basically. I'll tell you what. It doesn't hold up in the sense that it doesn't look that realistic, mm. and you we can do it way better now. Mm -hmm. But. A, a lot of the artistry of what they did, I thought was pretty cool. Like the skeleton, the winged skeletons crawling uh, out of the vampires. Yeah, they were very cool. They were, and it took me a minute to realize it. But um, as the vampires uh, 
are being possessed by the blood god, mm -hmm. there is a skeleton inside yes. their skeleton that yeah. crawls out of their skeleton it's with cool. wings. Yeah. So badass. Yeah, it's very yeah, cool. Very, very cool. I, I thought it was interesting that they seem like in the beginning they die and they kind of get uh, burned away by that glowing yeah. light. And the old happens, buffy. Yeah. Usual buffy dusting. And, uh, and that happens again at the end, but they seem to like different things seem to happen to vampires when they died, oh, yeah? like depending on how they were killed Dispatched. or just not that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, which, all right. So I just learned something interesting about vampires and I was impressed that they mentioned here. They're like, you know, some of the stuff is bullshit, like crosses mm. and running water don't do shit. Right, yeah. I only recently learned that running water, well, apparently vampires in some myth can't cross running water. Yeah. But uh, the more interesting thing I learned recently is vampires can't see their reflections, right? Sure. Because mirrors are backed with silver. Yeah. I Isn't didn't that cool? know it was the I, silver. I found that out recently, yeah. too, a couple years ago. Yeah. I was like, oh, the old yeah. mirrors used to have silver in them. And it's transferred itself to any recording yeah. device or anything like that. But um, yeah, I thought that was that, very that's cool. That's a cool bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's uh, in the chat. Let's see. Uh, Robert Monroe Jr. had mentioned earlier about being in a very haunted house. Mm -hmm. The spirits were very chill. Nice. I'd sometimes hear native drumming and chanting when I was alone in the house. My wife saw a black woman wearing 19th century clothes. Hmm. Our dog would often stand at the bottom of the stairs looking up at nothing that we could see. At bark. Hmm. That is spooky. Yes. Yeah. My cats do shit like that all the time. They'll yeah. just like, they'll look at us and they'll be looking directly past us. And I'm like, hmm. looking at you little shit. Hmm. What's up there? Could be an um, thing. Not even necessarily ghosts. Some other type of being. Did you have any cons? For the movie? Yeah. Blade? What were you like? Uh, bad. <laughs> Some stuff. It's kind um, of misogynistic. The, they, they say bitch a lot. Uh, he says hooker, whore. Uh, yeah. Uh, which yeah. are really... Only bad because we perceive that perception, uh, profession as bad, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know we shouldn't. Well, no, I mean I think the terms are themselves are derogatory. It's one of those yeah. things where, as long as society perceives something as bad, fairly or unfairly, yeah. any term you use to describe it will eventually come to take on negative connotations. Ah, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Good point. Yeah. Um, uh, and I don't remember him saying those things, although I don't doubt that he did. He doesn't. Oh, somebody does. The, yeah, I mean, and it is the bad guys who say the, the right, words. Right. Yeah. Interestingly enough, he mouths the phrase, uh, "What the fuck?" Right? Yeah. And which I love. I love. I that thought it was little very cool. Touch. He could have said it, right. but the fact that he mouths it, yeah. it gets a big laugh. I thought it was really cool, and it yeah. is much funnier. And I found myself wondering, is this an example of uh, restriction breeding creativity, right? Oh. Was, were they not allowed to have the were hero? Were they out of Fs, F-bombs? Maybe. Or just because of which character it was. Yeah. They, I don't know how that no, stuff no. works. No, well, no. You said, can he have the hero? Yeah. He does use the F-bomb earlier does in the he? movies. Okay. Um, because another funny scene, mm -hmm. uh, he's got good comedic timing in this movie, yeah. which yeah. I forgot about. But there's a scene where he's there helping the woman and he's fighting off vampires in the hospital. And then police show up and just start shooting. Mm -hmm. And he goes, what the fuck's wrong with you? Well, yeah, like, yeah. uh, what's wrong with y'all motherfuckers? Or yeah, something yeah. like that. That's true. Yeah, oh, he does. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, He's like genuinely know, surprised. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. He's a vampire. Yeah. What are you doing? Motherfuckers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of his looks... He's classic, so expressive in this movie. Classic Wesley Snipes. He's really good at I it. forgot it's how fun. expressive he was. You know, yeah, in my yeah. head, he was always this very stoic, just, mm -hmm. you know. No, he's very much. Yeah, he makes a lot of faces while he's while yeah. he's fighting, and he, he reacts well, like, mm -hmm. believably to a lot of things yeah. while he's fighting. Yeah. 
Um, like he's in the moment. He's not just doing, you know, um, some sort of choreography that they've mapped out a hundred mm-hmm. times. Like he feels like he's actually involved himself, the character, mm. while fighting. Right, right. Very, very naturalistic. Um, speaking of choreography, the final sword fight scene where it's one of those uh, let's hit each other's swords sword fights. So many times. We're just going ching, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, ching, yeah. ching, ching, ching. Like this yeah. is the goal. Yeah. But- Although the, another bit I was laughing at was yeah. when he finds, you know, after he mouths the what the fuck, mm-hmm. and then he just starts tearing up uh, Deacon Frost. Mm-hmm. He's just slicing away yeah, at him, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's regenerating so quickly. Yeah. That's another good bit. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. Yeah. I was very happy that more happened. You know, sometimes in a movie there's some, really really bad thing that's going to happen mm-hmm. and they prevent it from happening yeah and i'm often a little disappointed because i, I want see to the see thing. the thing right well, well yeah are you going somewhere with this no that i mean that was where i, mm-hmm. I went so there. the original ending to this movie yeah. was they they summon the blood god mm-hmm. my personal lord and savior yeah and oh, you mentioned that i did yeah, yeah. that's, that's a, yeah that's, um uh, unsettling and he wins uh, so huh. he he um becomes the blood god and is basically just this amorphous blood blob. Oh, interesting. And he fights um Blade. Blade, that yeah. guy. And he, bas- he basically, you know how they, he says that uh, he turns everybody into vampires. He did say that. That's the end of the movie. Oh. Is the whole world gets turned into vampires. What are they gonna eat? And then the idea. <laughs> That's one of my notes. Uh, I was yeah. like, Deacon Frost's whole plan yeah. is to get the blood god. Yeah. To make everyone on the in the world mm. a vampire, like a problem. and then you'll just starve to death. <laughs> yeah. Like, great, you guys win, but you're gonna be hungry. Right? Do you um, remember? Do you remember that Justice League Unlimited episode where Grodd uh, has a plan, and the whole Legion of Doom is working to help him? And it turns out the plan is to turn everyone into gorillas. Oh my! Luther's God. like, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't We're remember that. Gorillas. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they filmed the actual end of the movie was, and then the sequel was them trying to like, it's like post-apocalyptic Mad Max style. Everyone's a vampire except for Blade and his friend. That's interesting. Um, I read a book like that once where really cool sci-fi book where vampires were the main society mm -hmm. and so much so that they didn't even really know that they were vampires. Yeah. They had they drank blood and it came from farms. Yeah. But they didn't really realize that they were like sentient humans in these oh. farms. Um and I cannot remember the I name of I feel like book. they made a movie very similar to that it's called possible. Daywalkers starring Ethan Hawke. Interesting. You should look it up. I don't uh, know if it's right. actually based on that, but that sounds very very similar. Like the whole society is yeah. vampires. It could be. This yeah. this book would be like it was a lot of weird stuff that oh, okay. happened in this, right. but it could be. Anyway. Uh, oh, so I didn't finish my story. Yeah. So, uh, but they sent it to test audiences and test audiences were like, yeah. once Deacon Frost disappears and becomes an amorphous blood blob, we don't care. So they actually went back and refilmed the whole ending. Oh. Um, so yeah. And it probably would, it's not Empire Strikes Back, right? right? It didn't already have invested audiences. Yeah. So to end on a note where they're like, this next movie is going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't. Eh. Yeah, know. they weren't sure if there was going to be a sequel, so right, they, right. Yeah, they didn't bother with it. Um, another side note is the only line I remember from this movie, mm-hmm. which has lived with me this, all of this time, mm. is at the end of the movie, before he delivers his coup de grace to mm-hmm. Deacon Frost, mm. Blade says, he stops, and he says, Scurries. some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. I took a note of that line as well. Which I motherfuckers are those? In the theater, <laughs> I remember going... What? what? Like, I get, 
I get what that line means. Yeah, no, I understand. How does it apply to to this this situation? situation. (laughs) Right. So, in a (laughs) conversation that Blade was having with David Escoyer, the writer and Mm -hmm. the director Norrington, Mm -hmm. he wound up just saying that about Deacon. Mm, it was mm-hmm. just an off-the-cuff comment about Deacon and how he thinks the character is. Mm. And so they love the line so much that yeah. they just like had to force it into the movie. It's a cool line, but it not in this context. I don't think it's that cool. I think, I think it's cool. it doesn't really flow off the tongue. Uh, hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a It's, it's also a maybe not bit. in everyone's experience Yeah Or anyone's experience I don't know anyone who tries to ice skate uphill Most people yeah. would never even have a chance yeah. Why would there <laughs> be yeah. a situation where yeah. a heel was like yeah. solid ice But maybe there's one or two motherfuckers out there who are always trying to do it I don't He know. didn't say every motherfucker just, is always yeah, trying to some. ice skate up He said yeah. some motherfuckers So yeah And it, it seemed to me almost like a line uh, Like I remember from the first Independence Day uh, That there was uh, something before that mm-hmm. that was seeded in the plot somewhere and that got cut somehow mm-hmm. and something like that in Independence Day. I forget what it was, but Will Smith says something to one of the aliens and I'm like, it seems like a callback, but yeah. there's nothing that's calling, back, calling to. back to. Yeah. yeah. I have a question like that. What is that? And question? maybe I just missed it because I was watching it in today and I was kind of doing, you know, store Your stuff thing. at the time. Yeah. There's a whole sequence after Whistler dies mm-hmm. and, um, Blade is there basically doing like a Chinese funeral rite in front of uh, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then at some Strange point, scene. he picks up yeah. a plant yes. and uses his knife, he, yeah. his sword. Cut the roots out. To cut. Boom. Gone. Why? Well, you see, J.D. Yes. There's no reason for that. <laughs> I was wondering if I missed a line yeah. or something like maybe some of the. Um, maybe I too it, was curious. Is it possible that some of the cure they were using came from that plant or something? Anything is possible. Was it a garlic plant? I don't know what. No, it wasn't a garlic so. plant. No. And even if it was, I'm trying. Is that the best way to get garlic? No, I don't know. You just buy it. If anyone knows, garlic. yeah, what that scene is about in Blade, where yeah. he cuts the roots off of the yeah. plant in a very dramatic well, slow mo scene. Because he let had me know. been, he had been meditating in front of this, yes. and then he sweeps his like kind of meditative focus things off of the yeah. the meditative focus things table and there's like <laughs> where everyone keeps their meditative focus stuff yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh and some silver bullets were there too and he sweeps those off i'm gonna need those why'd and you sweep those off i'm sure he picks them up later okay. but uh he, may, he probably has a lot and uh and he then he pulls the plant out of the dirt and he cuts it off as though that means something to him yeah like this is whistler hated this plant or something yeah. or he loved it i don't know but no, it was very strange. Scene. I guess the only thing I could think of is metaphorically, mm-hmm. it is him. He uh-huh. no longer has his like Whistler was his roots to the human world. Interesting. And so, yeah, he no longer has those roots. Maybe. Right. I'm like stretching here. I'm Reed Richardsing a lot. They never. You are, and uh, and they never show Whistler interacting with that meditation stuff either. Yeah, I didn't even know he had a meditation plant. Well, or... We'd seen that plant before in the movie. Did we? We did. But it was not explain like okay. I don't think they did anything with. So I it's don't a callback to there. nothing. It was a callback to yeah something yeah. from another movie, gotcha. unrelated. Um, speaking of things involving garlic, so the the woman, um, I forget the doctor's name. Yes, the she is given that vampire mace, which is like a combination of garlic and silver nitrate. Yes. I think right. Yes. So, and it's. She sprays it in a a vampire's face in the climactic battle, Mm -hmm. and it causes the vampire to explode. 
I did not think that was going to happen. I thought it was going to be a mild irritation and annoyance, yeah, yeah. like enough to let her get away, right? But it causes the vampire to explode, which made me wonder, why does ba- uh, Blade not do this? Why doesn't Blade carry around a, like, sprayer full of this? Because it seems like the best yeah. way to kill vampires. Just a super soaker full of this stuff. Exactly. Right? One of those weed things where you got a tank and a sprayer, yeah, the- power washer of... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the best way to kill vampires. He doesn't even always take his sword out, which is another good way to kill vampires. Yeah. He's just fighting them hand to hand. There's a, yeah, there's a you lot know? of times in this movie where he is just kicking and punching vampires right. like, and that's then not gonna work. they fall over. Right. I'm like, they're still like they're still alive. They're vampires. Right. They're not even probably unconscious because they are vampires right. that right. heal very quickly. Right. Yeah. And you have a sword. Yeah. Well, you have a lot of weapons. Although his sword was pretty cool. It was a pretty with cool the, sword with the, with, timer, the, with the with thing the... that yeah. yeah. That yeah. I guess causes the vampire's hands to explode. I'm not yeah. sure why that happened, but yeah. yeah. Um, they're fi- they're so filled. They're like ticks. Vampires are so filled with true. blood that even just a tiny pinprick will just explode their you hands. Just carried pins around, right? Yeah, throwing pins. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did. Uh, the I did like that they used the they used science to combat oh, yeah? the vampires. Right? Yes. I mean, they used science ish stuff. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah right? science-y they things. They things yeah. from the uh, narrative realm of science. There we go. As opposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to mythology no, or yeah. magic, where uh, you know the the doctor says, "Well, I Karen. got this." Thi- Karen, Karen is her name. Uh, I've got this thing. You know, check out what happens when I squirt yeah. it onto vampire blood and it explodes. And uh-huh. he's like, "That's not a cure." He's like, "I didn't say it was a cure." Yeah. And uh, and it's a cool way to it's a cool way to kill vampires. Yeah. I I like the idea of like oh here. We're further advanced than we were yeah. thousands of years ago. Maybe we've come we'll up with something else. We'll just a new thing to we'll... murder them with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my, sorry, I laughed at, because you were talking about that scene, and that yeah. reminded me. So she takes this uh, potion, mm-hmm. and <laughs> the science potion, yeah. and puts it on vampire blood. Sure. Puts it on a, like, for underneath a um, microscope. A microscope. Knowing full well that it will explode. Yes. And shatter the microscope. Mm-hmm. Why even put it under the microscope? Just point. put it here. That is also a good demonstration. Don't, don't make a fucking April yeah. Fool's booby trap. Yeah. Well, she did say stand back <laughs> from the way to look at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, did she bring two microscopes? Did she had she already done that? Maybe <laughs> she's a doctor. It, Every doctor I know carries around at least four to seven microscopes. And is also capable of hauling machinery out of a hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She yeah. brings like. Large equipment. Yes. Yeah. From, like she would just go to the hospital where she works. I'm yeah. like, I'm taking this. I'm yeah. taking this MRI machine. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah. going. I'm going to McDonald's for lunch. Anybody want anything? Yeah. By the way, I'm borrowing this. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, I'll yeah. just. I'll bring it back. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But um, <laughs> the another thing. Speaking of people seeming to have died, which we were a little while ago and are about yeah. to be again. So yeah. uh, they. I forget. They're in the the vampire Bible room, which is set up. Yeah. In yeah, yeah, um. Yeah. It's seemingly impractical way to read a vampire Bible, but whatever. It looks cool. And you know what it is? It's more practically there to throw people through. Oh, like yeah. Just a lot of glass. You would think all parties would not want that to be destroyed, right? Blade would want to get his hands on that, too. Right. Even though the one fragment that he had related to the plot. Yeah, he was able I noticed to get that, that, too. He was able yeah. to get that, and mm-hmm. it said, like, the three words that had to do with the story. <laughs> and yeah. so, But not much else, which yep. was cool, at least. Um, so they run, right? And they've set up a bomb and they, they run into the subway and they get into the little part where in TV you can hide between a subway car and the wall, right? But it's not that big, just big enough for a person a little bit. And then Whistler is like, I don't know what happens to him. He gets whisked away by the train. Yeah. 
and he's in the very next scene. No issue. Well, they show him yeah. um, getting away. I thought he got pulled away. I thought he like got hit by the train. You are correct. Okay. He did get pulled away. Okay. Quite violently. Yeah. And probably to his death. But then she leans down and can see as the train is going by. Oh, is that right? That he okay. he gets into like a subway tunnel. That might have been when I was writing on my phone the note about what the hell was yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I missed that, yeah. which was improper of me. It reminds me of the <laughs> scene in um, Dial of Destiny, Indiana Jones, where Mads Mikkelsen yeah. gets absolutely obliterated in the face on a moving train. He's all good. And then when we see him in the future, he's like got a little scar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too bad. Um, um, so uh, what else? Did I- oh, you know what I thought was cool? Dated now, but that's because it was cool, probably, although they don't continue it throughout the movie. The uh, slightly sped up action in the beginning. I hate it. Did you? I I hate that. I could see that happening. Like, there's a whole sequence in the middle of the movie where he's following. Are you talking about where he's following somebody in the Mm -hmm. car? And it's like, and it's sped up for no reason. Is this bad CGI or is this on purpose? This is just, we we want these cars to be driving faster, so we're going to speed it up too much. I wondered that, and I was on the fence for a uh, for yeah. thirty seconds or so, and yeah. I was like, "No, I think they are doing this as a heightened action kind of thing, yeah. not to pretend that the cars are moving faster than they are, because they also do it with the human yeah. motions yeah. and not just Blade." And I, hate it. I remember seeing that kind of thing in the nineties and yeah. thinking it was awesome. Oh, I always hated it. Okay, like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Stop it. Uh, there's now, also like when there's a lot of quick cuts and someone mm-hmm. is um, doing action really fast, they'll do this weird blur. Like at the end of this movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have 100%. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, don't do that. I hate yeah. that. I hate that camera trick. I didn't mind it in this case, but mm-hmm. I often do. Yeah. Uh, really not like it. Um, that depends. But I think that there are way better examples of the uh, short speed bursts of mm-hmm. action in mm-hmm. 90s cinema and beyond um, than this. But I. But I still liked it, you yeah. know. Um, so, uh, uh, another note that yeah, I had yes, was uh, Deacon Frost. In the beginning, the problem that the uh, Pure Blood Council of Vampires has is that he is not respecting the tenuous balance between vampire and human. Yeah, and then that is quickly left behind. Yeah, <laughs> and. Not that that couldn't be what happens, but it seems like they're doing that. And then out of nowhere, there's this prophecy depicted somehow in 3D from an ancient Bible that they show you, like, this is important, like, you need to see this thing. Um, I, I don't know, I guess they knew where that room was or whatever, but mm. but anyway, the, the point is that I was, I'm equally interested in both stories. I was also interested in the Deacon Frost is not respecting the tenuous yeah, yeah. balance between human and vampire mm-hmm. because that's an interesting idea that the upper echelons of the human government are like, all right, you can do your thing, but mm-hmm. you know, don't go too far. And the idea that vampires are like, oh, we can do our thing, but we shouldn't go too far because yeah, yeah. then they will kill us. Yeah. Um, and then and also was, we need food. That's true too. We need right? them to prosper so that we can eat them at will. Right, right. right. That's true. And also... As we have grown further in society and our capabilities, it makes sense that, oh, maybe vampires, were we to organize against them, would not stand up. Like, right, there yeah. aren't nearly as many of them, you right, know? Yeah. Um, and but, also, severely 
in, in, encumbered <laughs> right. by they can't get the around sun. during the day yeah. unless they have that sunblock. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is apparently see, I didn't, fine. I didn't find those two things to be at odds with each other. The fact that yeah. there's a tenuous um, relationship that the elders are trying to keep mm-hmm. in line with humans, but also this blood god thing. You know, I, I see him more as a, um, a Deacon Frost as a zealot. Right, yes, so you've got absolutely. your you've got your uh, regular vampires who are well, and also they're racist, right? They've oh, got that whole pure racist blood pure blood versus thing. yeah, which is another like major departure from traditional vampire lore. Mm. That not that they had to explore it, but they didn't. Yeah, you know the idea that there are people born as vampires. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I just, and so they they have access to these ancient texts, but it's such an old dead language that mm-hmm. they've never been able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he uh, was able to figure it out um, using computers, modern technology, sure. and is able to figure out the blood god situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think that those were at odds. No, I didn't think that they were at odds so much as like they could have gone in the direction of a story where Deacon Frost is amassing vampires, right? And the purebloods are not too happy about this, mm-hmm. and Blade is certainly not happy about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> but it just didn't go in that direction. Gotcha. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I uh, I did think the translating song because as soon as that that older vampire said you can never translate that I was like played why not we could translate stuff that isn't Udo Kier yeah what Udo Kier played by Udo Kier oh okay yeah it's actually you know Arthur C Clarke the uh, nope. writer of 2001 Space Odyssey yes. and many many sci-fi novels huh? uh, one of the one of the golden age grandmasters of sci-fi he had three laws um, and one of them was to paraphrase if an older distinguished scientist says that something is impossible and a younger scientist says that it is possible it is almost certainly possible oh, um it. yeah it's interesting uh his second law i think and very cool and more famous is any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic that one i know that one's cool i've heard that yeah. one yeah there's one of that on my desk oh. but i don't really have a desk so <laughs> <laughs> i guess i do at home yeah. but uh, if um, anyone wants to buy brian a desk go to his amazon wish list yeah make and, an amazon wish list with a desk on it <laughs> all right <laughs> that's your homework i mean i have a desk i just um uh what were we saying the i don't know oh you know what i was reminded of it at this time but also watching ahsoka this week ah. the idea there's an idea in a lot of fantasy um including this with the ancient texts and ahsoka and just star wars in general with the ancient jedi texts and what so many you, yeah right a lot of fantasy involves the idea that there was a great society much higher than our current society that yeah. fell somehow. And we are living in kind of the aftermath of that, mm-hmm. but we might discover this like ancient and powerful technology, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is not usually how technology works <laughs> in our world, right? Yeah. There's no ancient and powerful technology from the 1900s that surpasses sure. the MacBook Pro. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? That you know of. That I know of. Ah. And I'm always willing to be open to the possibilities. Yeah. Um, but a while ago, my eyes were open to the idea that that is because a lot of these stories were written in medieval times, mm-hmm. in the aftermath of the fall of Rome. And these people were living with overgrown ruins, great constructions, not just Roman, but like yeah. the Great Pyramids and all of these things, that um existed and and were since fallen into ruin yeah. and they saw 
you know, they probably encountered some swords that were still way better than the swords they could make or what have you. And I just thought that that was really interesting that that is where the story cycle of uh, fantasy in some ways kind comes from. originates, yeah. Right. And it shows how... Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like how makes, we're makes, affected. Makes sense, yeah. It does, right? But they would think that, yeah. And it also programs our ideas, even now, that there was some ancient, ancient knowledge that we don't have, you know, that we yeah. lost, that we are living in the decline of society. Yeah, yeah. Rather than the upswing. Mm-hmm. Um, and stories reinforce that. And uh, I just thought that was a fascinating idea. That is really neat. Yeah. That never occurred to me. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yes, if I didn't make it clear, it didn't occur to me either. I heard uh, that yeah. from someone. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, wait, hang on. Let me see. Yeah, Let me one more note. Go through my list here. Uh, I wrote, referencing Donald Logue's character and Wesley he's, Snipes' character's interaction with him. He's fun. He's really fun. My note is, enough with the arms. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Stop yeah. chopping off his yeah. arms. Although, when Deacon Frost goes to cut off his arm again, it's like, nah, I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that was that's fun. Yeah. I did like that a lot. Um, how did Blade kill his mother with that bone? Is that bone a vampire killing bone? How did that work? Oh, shit. Right? Also, why did he not try to cure his mother? But I understand maybe she's yeah. too far gone or whatever. He's what like, have the you. movie's almost over, Mom. Right. Like, we just got to I'm sorry. I know. She's like, yeah. but there's a sequel. He's like, enough. Yeah. My uh, life is not about you. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> right. Sometimes a bird has to fly the nest. Sometimes. It, actually, that's usually what should happen with Yeah, this. every every time. <laughs> every yeah, time yeah, a yeah. bird has to fly the nest. Unless something goes terribly yeah. wrong. Yeah. Somebody's got to pilot that nest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how do you, how do you kill her with that bunk? Um <laughs> Let me see here. What else have we got? Uh, now we covered Ice Skate we Uphill. Uh, woman with the threatening neck wounds. Licking stuff that drips on you. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah, been covered. All nice. Hey, how about Noel's? Uh, oh, oh, now I can read Noel's letter. Well, all you right. could have done it before, but not <laughs> as early as you wanted to. All right, here we go. <laughs> Noel wrote into us. It says, I remember seeing Blade at the then newly Mm. refurbished Spring Hill 8 Theater Mm -hmm. on opening weekend. Mm. I was too young to buy a rated R ticket, but in our smaller town, no one really cared. My friends and I saw it twice in two days and became obsessed with it. Quoted it. I bought the soundtrack on CD with my minimal funds. I wonder what quotes he quoted. Played it. And probably some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Oh, he does say that. Yeah, he does say that. Yeah. Uh, played it until the CD wore out. Fun fact, Stephen Norrington, the director, has only directed three movies in the last 30 years. Hmm. He oh, he basically quit after helming LXG. What was that? LXG. Gentlemen. Jesus. Uh, which also, yeah. um, what's, who else quit after that? Uh, um, the guy... Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery, yeah. I'm done with movies. Uh, the experience and response to the movie wrecked him, proving that when you come out the gate with a flick as badass as Blade, just retire. Peak comic book movie. I look forward to celebrating Blade 2 with you guys, a sequel mm. as amazing as its predecessor. Mm. Have a good show, losers. Thank you. Thank I you, hope we Noel. have been. Uh, you know, LXG... I always love the idea. I love that. Like, what a neat idea. Yes, that's absolutely. what I thought Shrek was going to be for fairy tales. Oh, and yeah. It didn't turn, I mean, Shrek was amazing, but it yeah. wasn't that. But um, the early marketing made it seem as yeah. though it was. And I love that. Like different all stars from different yeah. fictional or whatever universes coming together. And uh, the comic was cool. Yeah. At least I, some I, issues of the comic were I, cool. Yeah, I never got into it. I'm not a big Alan Moore fan for the most part. Yeah. And I really didn't like Kevin O'Neill's artwork didn't really speak to me. So mm. I would flip through it and be like, maybe I should read this. Nah, mm. never mind. Um, and I saw parts of the movie and I thought those parts that I saw, I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. But I never 
Yeah, it was uh, yeah. pretty bad from what I recall. That's what I heard, yeah. Um, if you like tales like that, like there is a like comic that. book miniseries hmm. called The Ones. And hmm. so Brian Michael Bendis did a whole series of different The Ones from oh, different cool. stories. So that's like, cool. you know, the Harry Potter, The One, okay. and then other ones. Uh, other ones. I, other ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about Jet Li from the movie The One? No, probably not. No. No, no. Maybe Matrix. the sequel. Neo. The two? So, all right. So that's Blade. <laughs> I hope they called the sequel the two. The two. Z. Uh, so real quick before we jet, we should wait. talk about... Oh, I... Oh, carry on. Don't wait. We should talk about uh, some of the other... I, it occurred to me today, while watching Blade, I was yeah. like, this is a rated R movie, and we don't get a lot of rated R comic book action films. No. And so I thought maybe we should just bring up some other ones mm -hmm. that we've seen over the years. Mm-hmm. You said you have seven of them. I do. I also have seven of them. Excellent. And I'll tell you what, I'm even going to mention one that I don't have. Oh, God damn it. Um, because I assumed that Randy would mention it, but he's not with us tonight. And Len probably would have mentioned it if he was here as yeah. well. The Road to Perdition. Uh, that was one of the first ones I thought of. Yeah, yeah. But it's not a... I, I was thinking about more... Yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. More action-y. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I just want to mention that they probably would, would have, have mentioned that Would have said The Road to Perdition. One. So here yeah. it is. In that same vein... What do we got? I'm going to start off with Super. Oh, okay. Remember Super? I remember its existence. Uh -huh. I never saw it and did not realize it was actually based on a pre-existing comic. Shit, you're right. It's not. Ah, uh, well, well, well. Looks I like you have lose. six. I lose. Damn it. I've six got six. It is. It's still good, though. If you haven't seen Super. This what? By James Gunn, starring- um, Some guy. No, from The Office. Mike. Rain Wilson. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Michael Scott, <laughs> which is not the actor's name. And also name. Elliot Page. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah? Oh, that's that one. That's that one. I always wanted to see that. Super weird and creepy. But as we stand now, it's seven to six. Yes, it is. <laughs> Let's you see win. who wins. Go. Um, What's your number seven? Oh, we're going in reverse order. Yeah, uh, which I said that. Seven to one. To your right. favorite. I don't listen oh, to Every single so. countdown, you agreed with me. Go ahead. Oh, oh, you said it before the show. I did. Uh, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, which is an animated film. Oh. But rated R. Oh, all right. And that was the one that, if you recall, involved a reverse flash. Nope. And, oh, it was awesome. Yeah, and I don't think I've seen it. Later in the that particular, like, 14 or 15 movie continuity of animated yeah. DC movies, and, um, or at least on the later side, and it was, like, well in the continuity, right? Yeah. Uh, which I really appreciated. It felt like a comic in that way, where it's called The Suicide Squad, but it involves... The reverse Flash from the Flashpoint Paradox, having been killed and staving off his death somehow with, it's either with his super speed or with yeah. something, but he's got like a hole in his head. I oh, think, wow. Right? And um, I don't know how big a party he is in it, but they're, everyone is trying to get this, like a card or something that will keep them out of hell. Sure. It's like a get out of hell what? card. Yeah. And I think we'll also heal him, but I'm yeah, not yeah. sure about that. But it'll keep him out of hell. And it's this, it's Whoa. one of those stories that starts in one place and goes real wild. Askance. It goes, a, it does askance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds really cool, actually. It's really cool. I don't think I bothered with it. You should check it out. It's actually one of the more tentpole type movies of that, even though it's called suicide squad yeah. and it has a lot to do with that universe that's cool yeah i like that yeah very cool uh my number six is constantine Ooh, i never got starring around to keanu that reeves yeah. uh, i'm a big john constantine fan sure. love him uh and this is barely that character that's um, what i've heard yeah, thematically yeah. he's very similar yeah. um 
but he's it doesn't look like him. Black hair. Doesn't talk like him. The American accent. Uh, it takes place in L.A. instead of London. Mm-hmm. London is a big part of Constantine's stories. It's yeah. it's almost like a character. Um, hmm. But uh, it's still, once I got past all of that, mm-hmm. I was like, this is a kind of fun movie. You I like this it. one. Yeah. yeah. And Rachel Weisz is in it, who I like a lot. Oh, yeah. She's cool. Yeah. And earlier oh, on in her. Her first time playing twins. She's currently in a show first that time. just dropped this year, mm. which is awesome, called Dead Ringers, which is based on the David Cronenberg mm. movie starring Jeremy Irons from the 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's off to a great start. And she is just- she plays twins. You, you know, you can watch somebody and you're just like, oh my God, that actor or actress is having a blast. I know about that. That That's this show. She okay. is absolutely killing it. And she, it looks cool. like she's having a really fun time. That's awesome. So, and that really translates. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. The, Constantine, I love it. That's cool. A uh, similar thing happened to me, it's not rated R, but with Lucifer, the show. Mm-hmm. You know I love the Lucifer series I know a lot. Yeah. And the show is very, very different. And so I didn't watch it for a while. And mm-hmm. when I ultimately did, I was like, this show is awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just, it's not at all this, it's, I don't know, one or two percent <laughs> yeah. influenced by, yeah. but it's great. They're what both if, great. What if uh, Lucifer d- d- gave up being in hell and ran a bar? Yeah. And right? he knows That's some it. of the same name people. That's it. That's yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but they're just both great in, in very different ways. Yeah. So Thanks. anyway, my number next one is B for Vendetta. Oh, all is right. It's a great movie. That is so good. It's a really cool movie. Um, I remember when it came out on the IMAX and, uh, uh, a lot of really, really cool stuff happens in that film. Um, an excellent rhyme. <laughs> which he does not <laughs> did not make up but, uh-huh. yeah yeah um, love a good rhyme i love a good i do actually love a yeah. good rhyme but that's maybe not what i love most about the movie sure um do you know they the guy fox masks yeah. existed before that yeah but um the pattern had been lost or whatever so they remade them for this movie huh. and then in the more modern use of the guy fox fox masks with anonymous they the pattern was still lost, so they used the ones from V for Vendetta. Oh, yeah. funny. Yeah. But also one of the great uh, Roman numeral twists in cinema history. Oh, he's, I don't... he's five. Oh, he's oh five. that's right. Remember that? Yeah. That's right. I would even say one of the great number twists of any character That system. is a good one. Yeah. That is a good. Um, I love that movie. That movie is yeah. fantastic. It's yeah. on my list. It's a little right? earlier. It's further mm-hmm. down uh, the list. But- Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Um, and there was some discourse recently about V and the twist that happens midway through the film involving, um, what is the main, uh, what is her name? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman's character, mm-hmm. where she gets captured and goes to prison. Yeah, and, oh, and it turned out that he was imprisoning her to yes. give her the sense of what happened to him. Wasn't going to spoil it, but yeah, that. Um, it's a very old movie. So, um, yeah, but it's so good. It is good. For anyone who hasn't seen it, as they, yeah. But anyway. I mean, I spoiled um, the five thing. And they were like, oh, he's supposed to be a good guy, and oh, he's, he's really abusive, and he really yeah. abused her. And I'm like, yeah, no, he definitely abused her. He's not a good guy. Yeah. He's a vigilante like he who's insane. For probably a good thing. Yeah. But not necessarily. But a good he's way. not supposed to be like a romantic lead. Uh, no. Yeah. Although, is there any romance between There is a little bit there of romance. There is a little bit of, little bit of yeah. um, oh, what is it called? Uh, uh, Stockholm Syndrome? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. You never yeah. can tell. Yeah. Right? Maybe they're actually falling in love. That's, you know. Sometimes I wonder, is my wife just a victim of Stockholm Syndrome? or That's is true. She, yeah. And, but she's the one that keeps you in hand. <laughs> so true. you've it's got true. it reversed. Yeah. Um, no, it's funny. I didn't even remember that as a particularly big twist. Oh. And that's why I didn't think twice about saying yeah, anything yeah. about it. But I guess it, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also the Margaret Thatcher in... Uh, drag or not drag? Um, 
painted in some unusual way that just always stood out to me that mm. I think it's actually Stephen Fry is in that movie. Yeah, and he's, he's a guy he's who... He's the one who makes Eggy in a Basket. Probably, yes. Yeah. He probably does. And I have no reason to disbelieve you about that. There are certain food <laughs> yeah. scenes in yeah, films yeah. that have not left my brain. Eggy mm-hmm. in a Basket mm-hmm. is the scene. He um, wakes up and makes her Eggy in a Basket mm-hmm. for breakfast. And it's basically a piece of uh, fried toast uh-huh. with a circle cut out. Do remember and that. And an egg in the middle. Oh, I do and remember that. I've always that. been like, what is that? I want to eat it. And it looks I've good. made it myself just not because as... of that movie. Was it good? Also, the nachos in Death Proof, Tarantino's Death Proof. I never saw a Death Proof, uh, yeah, I know. but I do have a story about it. That was the movie that uh, seemed to be from a drive-in, right? It was like kind of yes. made like it was yep. two feel like a double feature. Find house. Yeah. So I was I was running uh, the projectors at that time, mm-hmm. and me and I think it was the general manager happened to be standing there when the movie uh, was called a brain wrap. It caught in the feed out plate and burned on the screen. Yeah. We fixed it really fast. And I don't know that, that the people happens watching in the it, movie. right? I'm not sure, or maybe you just saw this this particular showing. I've seen it and on DVD. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that they knew that something went wrong. Oh, that's fine because we did a really good job on it that time. It, that literally happens in the. I film. don't. I do not doubt it. Yeah, it's yeah. the kind of thing that would. Right? It's so. There's, yeah. It's actually really funny. There's a badass scene that's a, like oh, this crescendo is happening. Yeah, yeah. To this big, big thing that's happening, yeah. and then all of a sudden, missing real burn uh, missing real that? and then it cuts to after that scene oh that's cool it's really funny that's a cool idea yeah. but, but yeah anyway. i'll tell you oh man we did it so yeah. well and i always thought that was cool but um what were we talking about my next one what do you got is deadpool oh the first deadpool which was a delight choice. interesting choice. i uh i love ryan reynolds and he was a perfect deadpool and i even love the story of how it got made and the fact yes. that they did this mm-hmm. tiny little mini scene movie mm-hmm. and or one scene film and um he leaked it to the internet yes well leaked i mean he put it on the internet he put well he wasn't <laughs> supposed to oh is that right oh no he was not allowed oh interesting uh, he accidentally leaked it uh-huh. so that people would see it like and clamor for like that's the that's what <laughs> like Marilyn Monroe's nude photography. Oh yeah, I think that happened too. Oh. Yeah, I think um, so. But that's how Deadpool got made. Is yeah. because they they shot that. No one picked it up. They shelved it. Yeah. And then he was like, "Hey guys, check this out." And I think it's also uh, going back further in its generative process. Um, I think he first started to think about that when a Deadpool comic mentioned how good Ryan Reynolds would be as oh, Deadpool because he breaks yeah. the fourth wall. I think that is the case. That's I can't cool. say 100% for sure. Um, um, Robert Monroe says, I made Eggie in a Basket for the twins for breakfast all the time because of that movie. Excellent. Well done, Robert. Excellent. Did you also teach them about the dangers of a fascist government? I hope so. That would be wise. What um, do you got? Always wise. So um, my next one was thinking about switching the order up, but I'm gonna stick with it because it's Deadpool. Ah, and yeah. um, but I also like the the story behind the scene of him leaving his guns in the taxi. Yes, that they ran out of money <laughs> to yeah. have all those guns, so he's like, "Well, what if Deadpool just leaves his guns in the taxi?" Yeah. And what a, another restriction breeding creativity yeah, example. It's so good. And I'll tell you what, Deadpool is not. A character that I'm all about. No, right? not I do at not all. care about Deadpool. I never not have. Not at all. In fact, earlier in my um, uh, artistic appreciation life, I really could not stand it when characters broke the fourth wall. Yeah. That doesn't bother me now. And in some mm. cases, I like it, but I really didn't like it back then. And because it's like they're not in a story, mm-hmm. we're reading about their real lives, yeah, you yeah. know? And um, so I never got into Deadpool. And he's just has very little, if anything, that is the kind of thing yeah. that I would like. 
but that movie is so good and yeah. so funny. Ryan Reynolds is is so good yeah. and so funny. And uh, I still haven't gotten around to Deadpool 2. Oh, it's just as good. I, I've heard, and I really yeah. want to watch it. Uh, I highly recommend Deadpool yeah? 2. Okay, It's cool. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, oh, and then Robert said, yes, of course. Excellent. About teaching about his kids the fascism, about, yeah. I assume. Yes. Yeah. Against, I imagine. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not for pro, Here's what's great about uh, the trains being on yeah. time. <laughs> uh, the, my next one is The Suicide Squad. Okay. Just The Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Is that the second one? With... We got a kaiju up in this bitch. Oh, it's a great movie. So good. Great movie. Fact, the kai- Starro. Kaiju being uh, Starro, yes. Ah, uh, so good. Really cool. Um, that was I didn't see the first one, but that second one, so artistically done yeah. too. You yeah, know, the first really one is cool. garbage. Yeah, that's what yeah. I heard. Yeah, but the, but I also the second heard there's one's a great. Cut, an unreleased. Yeah, cut. there's an air cut. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd yeah. watch it, but I don't particularly care. That's fine. Yeah. Also, it's not available. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another reason. True. Okay. Yeah. Um. It also is the second Doctor Who main character actor to appear as a bald villain in a James Gunn movie. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Nebula the first one? being the first Nebula. one. She nice. plays the companion yep. to his, wait, no, not to his Doctor ever. No, no, no. But, um, but not far away from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To Matt Smith, right? Matt Smith. Yeah, yeah. But there is an overlap between Amy- Matt Smith's Amy Pond. Amy Pond, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, what a great movie. Yeah, that's so, a good one. What's yeah. your next one? Let's go. Watchmen. Oh, I've heard of them. I loved it. Yeah. And uh, they all watched people as men. You <laughs> yep. know? The men watched things. Uh-huh. And um, no, I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it was a really capable adaptation of that of that story. I yes. did not care for the... Now, that being said... I like Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I do not feel it is the definitive comic that many people feel that it is. Sure. Right? I think it's a good comic. Yeah. There are many, many comics I like more. Sure, sure. You know? Yeah. Um, I never read the back matter if I ever reread that. Right? <laughs> I've read it. I don't yeah. even really reread the Black Pearl stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? I never, yeah. Um, I always liked the idea that Ozymandias was creating a trick on the world from something that didn't exist at all. Yeah. And bringing people together. So I didn't like that they did away with that. I understood the need for it. Yeah. Or the for, belief for that audiences, audiences. wouldn't. Because Hollywood yeah. is also littered with things that they thought yeah. the audiences wouldn't understand. True, you true. Know? Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe to add in the whole he's doing something somewhere scenes, yeah. which were a very cool part of the comic. Like, what's, what is what this is he island? Up to? Yeah. Right? Um, I really liked that as... Uh, an idea, mm-hmm. um, an intellectual idea. And they didn't do that. And they had Dr. Manhattan be the thing that he faked everyone out about, which is like, yeah, I mean, they maybe should be worried. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think my problem with his original plan mm-hmm. was he, especially with regards to the way that Zack Snyder rejiggered the plan. Sure. Way overthought. Hmm. Like for a guy who's that smart. Yeah. Way over, th- but also that does seem kind of like an Ozymandias kind of plan, right? He plans it um, all out. Yeah, it's over the top, ridiculous, almost um, uh, too smart. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Now I will counter the previous point you made about modern audiences not mm. being okay with the squid. Yeah, because just recently we got a sequel to the comic. Yeah, which involves the references the squid. Yeah, which is kind of neat. It was an awesome series, yeah. as I know you agree. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Um, so maybe they could have handled it. Yeah. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. We're also farther along in comics being more mainstream. True. So who knows? Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I thought that was a really artistically done 
version of Watchmen and and uh, uh, very enjoyable. I think it's good. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I think it is feels soulless to me. Soulless. It feels so um, slavish to its recreation of the graphic novel in some regards yeah. that it loses some of the heart, some of the emotion behind hmm. the characters. Hmm. Um, but it it's very expertly crafted. Right. Uh, in many ways looks like a comic. Yes. Yeah. I will never not laugh at the music cue, the the record drop, the needle drop for uh-huh. uh, when they have sex in the owl. Um, I don't remember that thing the called? music. The owl ship, I believe. The owl ship. Which I built one for, for the oh. movie theater display. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I believe it was Hallelujah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Always funny. Um, I'll tell you what, Jackie Earl Haley as as Rorschach, up there with any of the like, this is the guy from the comic, yeah, that we've had, yeah, excellent. Um, and I thought they did a good job with Doctor Manhattan as well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Everybody was cast well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, my next one was V for Vendetta. Oh, very good. Did I already say that? No. Yeah. Yeah. Did I did I already do that one on my side? We talked about it. Well, you talked about it because it yeah. was on your side. That's right. Anyway, next. All right. Uh, <laughs> we already talked about it, so good. Now, the next couple, I don't know what order they would be in, so uh-huh. I'm just going to re- mention them in the order that I wrote down. Okay. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, okay. Which I loved. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought it was really good, especially not necessarily being the DC universe that was happening yeah. at the time you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. this is like an elseworlds um in, in more so than a movie usually is yeah um and i liked it i mm-hmm. thought it was really well done the earlier version i did not yeah. like that much and um i liked flash's time travel stuff was oh, really yeah, cool that was cool yeah not uh, so much the hot dogs but yeah I I never cared much for the idea that he needs to eat a lot to maintain oh, I love his that. super speed. But I just thought the whole hot dog scene, the slow motion hot dog scene while the crash that. is happening, he saves Iris Irish, oh, we- that's Iris right. West. That's right. Yeah. And yeah he yeah. stops to fucking is he I think she crashes into a hot dog truck or some shit. He eats some hot dogs. I do kind uh, of remember that. Yeah. Um so dumb. Yeah, and I thought the well the the best part of the original movie is still in it where Superman like notices the flash oh moving. that's the best that, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah i love yeah. it yeah, yeah yeah i love that scene yeah. where his eyeballs move Just, whoop. Yeah. yeah uh that's Side great eye. yeah and i liked its sort of episodic nature yeah of, i did like that it was a series yeah and i really liked that it actually gave some time to cyborg sure yeah, yeah. who's supposed to be the you know main heart of the original film mm-hmm. um yeah, he did well. I liked the addition of Martian Manhunter. It was cool, although not a particularly important story-wise. He was supposed to be the Green Lantern. Right, right. Yeah. DC said, we're doing something. With yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. Um, which they are, but I wonder if it's the same thing Probably that they not. were not going to point. be doing. No. No, because there was going to be that Green Lantern show, Yeah, and they didn't do that, yeah. um, which sounded cool, but so does the thing coming up. Uh, I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I oh, think he's, he's good. Great. I think he's the best part of the, the Snyderverse, I could see honestly. that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I thought the Superman scenes were largely cool. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was one of my favorite R-rated superhero I remember enjoying, like after being said and done, like, Mm -hmm. was it four, four long episodes? Something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's actually, I'm glad I watched that. What was it? Six hours total? Something. It was a while. I like longer stories. Yeah. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I like, I actually liked when they did that with Quentin Tarantino's Hateful Eight. Oh, They turned it into a four part 
Netflix series Did they? from a movie. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh, that's pretty yeah, that cool. Was good. Yeah. And they added a bunch of stuff in. All right. Uh, my number two, uh, my number two and my number three and my number one are, are yeah, kind of the same as you. Yeah. Um, Logan. Oh, still having that. Fucking love Logan. I gotta watch that movie. It's so good. It's yeah. got a lot of heart. Um, everything about it is great. The action's great. Um, the, the the fact that it deals with the future of the X Men. That sounds cool. Uh, just highly recommend Logan if you haven't. Which okay. you haven't. I haven't. Fucking see it. And I've wanted to great. since that time. I forget what was happening when it came out yeah. that I didn't watch it because it's way up my so alley. Good. But yeah. yeah. Next. Yeah, very good. Uh, now the next one, the three hundred. Oh. Which, More Zack Snyder. Yeah. Holy shit. And I thought, wow, that's three Zack Snyder. But how many other directors do R-rated superhero uh, yeah, You know what I mean? It's yeah. not very common. That's his bread and butter. Exactly. Um, the 300 came out at a time when I had no idea who Zack Snyder was. Yeah. Um, I still have not actually read the 300. Oh, I read it. And, Frank Miller. Uh, yeah. Um, drawn on vellum, from what I hear. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Which is pretty cool. Uh, by his wife, I believe. Mm. Uh, they're frequent collaborators. And uh, Frank Miller's wife. Yeah. And Lynn Varley, yes. I think, is her name. Colorist. Oh, is that right? She's okay. Col- she oh, colored right, right, right. like Dark Knight Returns. The, and, yeah. Right. And I think is the name of one of the reporters in Dark Knight Returns. No kidding. I believe oh, so. That's fine. One of the talking head reporters. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the 300, when it came out, again, I was working at the movie theater, blew us away, mm-hmm. right? Like in terms of unexpected attendance. Right. <laughs> right? We were like, yeah. what the hell is this? It's March, spring break, and this is going crazy. And that movie, man, the visuals. I love an ancient Greek story, you know? Um, and, uh, oh, the guy doing the narration, such a great voice. Oh, very distinctive, very cool voice. I think he plays Boromir in the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. I think. Um, but what a well shot mm-hmm. movie. Looking like a comic at some times when yeah. that was not so common either. Yeah. You know, you saw like, what seemed to be pages mm-hmm. on the screen acted out and just so beautiful. And the story was, was great. You yeah. know I mean? It wasn't so involved, but it was cool. Yeah. It was definitely um, fun. Yes. It was a fun one. Yeah. Um, yeah visually stunning. Yeah. Zack Snyder's whole thing. Very, very good. Yeah. And I remember um, I went into it. I think the Greeks won that war. Yeah. And I was, I think studying ancient history at that time or around, you know, I'm interested in that kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. I remember saying to a friend of mine who had seen it earlier, was like, oh, well, I know he, I know he wins, so mm. I know how it turns out. And he's like, go ahead, watch the oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does not win. Like no, no. they hold it, but he dies. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's well known in history, but I hadn't realized it. You know, because I yeah, think yeah. the Greeks eventually win that confrontation. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong about that, to be honest. Interestingly enough, Xerxes, yeah. the um, Persian leader who is invading, is featured in uh, the Jewish story of Purim as Ahasuerus, because for whatever reason, ancient rulers often had multiple names or were referred to by different names by different people, uh, maybe just like we call different countries. (laughs) We call it Roma, or they call it Roma, and we call it Rome. I don't know, but I didn't learn that till later, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's Mm. an interesting factoid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, The Crow. Oh, yeah, you love that. Fucking love The Crow. Yeah, right. I love The Crow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never saw the movie, although I did see the TV show. Oh, no, I've never seen the TV show. It was cool. Yeah? It was on the Times. The Sci-Fi Channel used to have blocks every day of the week, and it would be like, they would change up the show, but it was the same theme. It would be like Supernatural Mondays or like Space Adventure Wednesdays or whatever it was, and The Crow would sometimes be a block that day. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. So it was worth worth checking out? I don't know. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Uh, number two. No, 300 was number two. Oh, number one. This is the number one. Number one spot. Number one, which is number one because I wrote it at that point nice. in the list. Uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Oh, that, I was thinking about film. that. With Constantine. With Constantine. Uh, another one like Matt Suicide Ryan. Squad that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, now, that one I liked. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. And what a way to end that animated continuity, mm -hmm. right? Similar to Suicide Squad, it's called Justice League Dark. And partway through the movie, I'm like, why is this called Justice League Dark? Right. You know? And by the end of the movie, I see why it was. Oh, but yes. it was very DC Universe yeah. of a movie. And I'll tell you, uh, there were a few of those animated movies in the continuity that were R-rated. Mm. All of them that I've seen have been awesome. But this one stood ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? This was just a phenomenal whole universe yeah. story telling a... Um, an Elseworlds type, things have gone very wrong, apocalyptic tale, which they wouldn't normally do. Right. Uh, but they were ending this continuity. Yeah. So they could do it. And uh, I didn't know that was the case when no, I started watching me it. I was like, right? what is like, happening? How is this going on? Yeah. Right? How are you doing this? Yeah. The, the cojones on you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, yeah. to craft this animated film. And uh, it was great. And I also loved that Flashpoint Paradox, what started that universe, happened because Barry Allen, the Flash, mm. ran back in time and changed something. And then yeah. it, you know, Saved much like in the comics, know. right? Yeah. And it picks up in this finale to the universe where they're like, you got to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've won, but it's not great. It sucks. You know, Martian yeah. Manhunter is a cyborg yeah. kind of guy. And I, a lot of stuff is bad. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, how about you just try again? Yeah. And they do. And whether that leads into the movies that are happening now or not, it doesn't really matter. But yeah. um, but it certainly caps off yeah, that continuity. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not something that a lot of never ongoing seen that comic done. stories do. Or I've, oh, I've do. never seen that done in animated. Oh, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I loved it. All right. Absolutely. Um, I just got a text from my wife. My son is sick. Um, oh, no. Mind's Dread, number one. Good movie, from what I hear. It's awesome. Highly Great. recommended. It should have a sequel. Excellent. It doesn't, which is sad. Oh. I gotta get. I gotta call that, her ASAP. Which Which one? The Dread, not Carl Judge Urban. Dread. Carl Urban, Carl Urban, Judge Dread. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, just Dread. Just Dread. Yeah, absolutely. Such a baller, good film. Baller, good. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I'm sorry, we gotta go. It's not. I mean, we've been here forever. So, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We will chat with you next week. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.